Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, Portobello. Hamish. Oh, no. Yeah. We're mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> My, my my nemesis. He doesn't like him, but you'd be ahoy to my shiitake. Hello, ahoy. <laughs> and uh, I'll be a white cup. A what? A white cup. Are they the most rare or delicious? I'm surprised you haven't made yourself a truffle, to be honest. They're the most popular mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because of their very versatile, just how the cards fell. Uh, but they're, they're, they're most popular kind of means very basic, available everywhere, not special. Well, you are that in Asia then. Yeah, you're, but yeah, you, are, you're, you are prevalent. You're huge in Asia, Jack, yeah. Yeah. as a shiitake. Yeah. So do you, boy, like, oh boy, didn't it bring the house down amongst my kids when they realised that you could say shiitake <laughs> and it didn't technically count as a swear word. Swearing is so big in our house at the moment, the concept of swearing. So yes. you know you can't say it, but it is just... And <laughs> my daughter knows there's a C word and oh. she's all... The, but doesn't know what it is. So oh, all wow. the time I say, Dad, just tell me. Just tell me what the C word is. And I'll go... <laughs> The other day I went, all right, it's coops. And she goes, coops. can I say it? And I went, just once so you know what it is. And she goes, right, coops. And I went, don't let mum hear you say it. Just, just that'll do. No more. She goes, can I say it one more time? <laughs> I was like, you, you can. So now as a special treat, I'll let her say the C word at night. <laughs> Till uh, she figures out and I'll get a rude awakening. But yes. boy, boy, swearings. Just don't, so shiitake, we get a lot of shiitake. If you're, if she's going up to other parents going, my dad let me say the C word at home. <laughs> that's <laughs> that might that's be true. A bit of a worry for or you. Or just, just coming out of school going, oh my God, an absolute pack of coops at school. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot handle another day. What a day. Uh, ahoy also to Yolanda. From Germany using the very easy to use system, hamishnavy.com to upload some audio. Tell us what you're up to. Please keep them coming in. Hi, guys. This is Yolanda from Germany. My boyfriend Yannick and I have been listening to your podcast for years now and got really excited to hear of another couple listening called Yannick and Yolanda as well. So, first of all, a little shout out to them. This message here is actually a message for you, Yannick, because I know you'll be listening to every new episode. And the thing is, I have been wanting to propose for quite some time, but haven't found the perfect time to do it. And then I got this hopefully kind of cute idea stuck in my head to do it now while oh you're God. listening to the podcast, presumably on your lunch break or something, because I love you so much and I'd love to marry you. So will you marry oh. me? And that's a bit weird now not to hear a reply straight away. But hey, I guess all that's left for me to do now is figure out Andy's so-called easy-to-use uploading system. Oh, no, she and hope this we won't years already ago. be too old and grey at our wedding. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for this great podcast. That's so sweet. That is gorgeous. Yes. Yannick and Yolanda. And um, my head is still reeling from the fact that there's two Yannicks and Yolandas and they know about each other <laughs> and they both listen to the podcast. The, that could be our first proposal. It would. It is, and I would say... Yannick, definitely just say yes when you hear it. Don't try and use the easy-to-use system uh, to, no, just to reply because oh we, God, are going last on, thing. we are going on the government-mandated break. The mandated break yeah. is coming up, and the last thing we want to do is Mike next year coming in here apologising for the fact that he didn't get Yannick's message, <laughs> and, you know, then we hear that it all went to water. So 
I mean, best of luck to the happy couple. And to all Yannicks and Yolanders listening. This time of year, um, obviously only a few shows to go, fresh off getting back from Darwin with huge success, no matter how you look at it. I think, I think. (laughs) Many, many, many ways to look at it and most of them are positive. (laughs) Well, certainly. Plaques were laid and history was made. (laughs) That's right. That's Um, all you need to know. So it's important, though, to keep tying up loose ends as we just rocket towards what we hate, a break. Gosh, Keep the vibe up, though. We promise not to get too down about the mandated break. Yes. Um, and, hey, we need to solve a problem for Carla. She joins us now from the UK. Carla, uh, ahoy to you. Hi. Ahoy. Carla. Ahoy, Carla. What Thank t- you for your what email. What time is it there, by the way? It's it's about 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, I got the times wrong as well, so I've literally just woken up and kind of snuck away so I don't wake anybody else up. Carla, thank you thank, for joining us. Thank but, goodness it's for a good cause, yes. Carla. <laughs> Yes. I've brought Haim up to speed, but I'd love to you to bring everybody up to speed at the moment. Um, you've, you're left with a bit of a pickle. You want to get a friend of yours some Hamish and Andy merchandise. Yeah. Uh, it's his birthday, but you're unsure yeah. whether he's in touch or has lost touch. Uh, you've got one of the two T-shirts to give to him, and you're deciding which one. Carla, what's his name? His name is JJ. JJ. JJ, hard what, to tell from that. It's hard to tell from that, yes. What about JJ lets you believe that he's in touch with the common man? I think he, I mean, he definitely comes across as an in-touch kind of man. He works a, you know, I think pretty common man job at a university helping doing yeah. like e-learning stuff. Yep. Um He's a father of two small children, and I think he, you know, he'll still like buy a croissant from a little, okay. rent his property, that kind of thing. He rents his property. Okay. 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 There's in touch. He's not a good common man job, committed family man that's very in touch, but okay. the croissant. Yeah. What about <laughs> Jack? Is Jack has suspicions on the croissant if that that crosses over to lost touch? What What would is you... it a supermarket croissant or is it a specialty croissant store? Is a, is a supermarket, and it's like a common man supermarket, right? It's like little, oh, so, okay. so that's the kind of you know he's not going to some like elite bakeries. Oh, okay. okay. Croissants made in a batch yesterday. That's very common. <laughs> yeah, that's very common, man. Okay, well, and I think that they, him and his wife rent their property. I think that's very common, man. Um, very what common. do you would you say then? On the other hand, lends him to be a lost touch individual. I think I think mainly it's the evidence that I sent you, right? It's it's the video, it's a picture of him going into his Tiguan, surrounded by Tiguans in a in a Waitrose supermarket, one of the poshest yeah. supermarkets okay. in the UK. So he he owns a VW Tiguan. That was <laughs> that was the part. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and it seems like that Tiguan knows other Tiguans, and they all organised to catch up at Waitrose. And yeah. So exactly. he's been seen in a in a herd of tiguans, yes. which is like must be very a herd nice. of unicorns, really. <laughs> yeah. it was it was it was hard for him to find it because they were all the same ones as well. You know, he had to like search for his tiguan. <laughs> wow, must be nice for there to be so many tiguans. And I, I actually checked in recently on this; they're still hard to get at <laughs> in okay, Australia. Okay, okay. People think they're not, but as I say to them quite often, I think you're thinking of the T cross, which is easier to get. Um, uh, Carla, you also mentioned that his wife has recently promoted in a large international finance firm, which definitely doesn't feel like in-touch type vibes. It does feel like touch is losing. This is a tough one for us, Carla. Um, we thought long and hard about it, and we feel that we've come up with a wonderful solution. 
Here at the company, we're always innovating. We know that not every customer problem at the Hamish and Andy store has been solved. We had the in-touch and lost-touch teas and we knew they served an important purpose to suddenly let friends know that they were still grounded or whether they had completely forgotten where they'd come from. Like Andy. Like Hamish. We thought we had all the bases covered until the Carla email. The lost touch and in-touch tees tell someone which camp they belong in, but we realised here at the company there is a third camp. Someone who dabbles, in-touch sometimes, lost touch at other times. So here at the company we are pleased to announce a brand new product that we think is the best to date. It's another T-shirt. But this T-shirt is not like any T-shirt we've ever made before. It's light blue. We bring the Here at the company, we realise that people mightn't want their text on the left-hand side. So we've put it in the middle. And there's something else. We've upgraded the text. Our original tease had text that was 25 characters long. And here at the company, we've managed to streamline that message to just 10 characters, including spaces. No. Not including spaces. Ten regular characters making it faster to read than ever before because spaces take no time to read, so it doesn't matter. The must-be-nice light blue tea. Innovation at its highest. For those that are in touch but are happy to lose touch for just a little bit but acknowledge they're losing touch and enjoy it while it lasts. Carla... You've inspired a whole new range and we're going to send you the first one to hand on to JJ. Thank you so much. That's perfect. <laughs> Did that make sense? It was a long way of saying we're doing must-be-night T-shirts. Um, but actually and the, some new hats. And new hats and the font bucket is in hats. the middle. <laughs> yeah, there's a bucket. There's a must-be-nice bucket hat. I don't want you thinking, oh, hang on, were they doing this anyway in my email? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> we heard what you said. We made. We fired up the whole production line for you, but everyone can all buy them because we're making more than one. Yes. Light blue, yellow font, must-be-nice T-shirts, perfect for this Christmas. I mean, it's got as... Even though the government-mandated break is very much not a nice experience, Mm. you can find nice moments in it uh, (laughs) where you can proudly wear your must-be-nice T-shirt. No one can ever say that the H&A merch shop doesn't have good service ever again. This is incredible. No, no, they probably will. They probably will with orgs on the other end. Oh, yeah. Now now the complaints begin. (laughs) the complaints are stuck. (laughs) Carla, thank you for getting up so early. We'll send you out uh, a bunch of stuff that you can hand on to JJ for yourself. You've got to be the first customer. And uh, anyone else can go to hamishnitty.com if they want to get it. um, Thank you, Carla. And uh, you're a big fan of the bucket hats, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Although we know that Jez... Is the guy Jez Web Geezer Jazz is the he Jez, he's the kind of guy that can pull it off. I he actually, off. yeah, I mean, you'll have that's actually a really good point. There's always one person in the group that does the bucket hat the best. Yeah, so I probably and it will means stay the away. rest of you can't wear it. And Jez is our bucket hat guy. <laughs> like, okay. So I would suggest if you're in a group, just sort of coordinate with the rest of the group to be like, who's going to be the one bucket hat guy, and you either buy it for them. Or you make them buy you the T-shirt yeah. because you're like, well, it must be nice to be the bucket hat guy. We all wish we could be the bucket hat guy. And you've got to give us a T-shirt to say sorry. Yeah. So it works many on many different levels.
came, they've kept coming in all year, and I keep thinking that keep thinking we're going to run out of them. Yep. Doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, they just they come in stronger and stronger every <laughs> weekend. Though yes. this is the official home of Power Moves, mm. this podcast, <laughs> but not <laughs> the official home of well-timed <laughs> audio sticks. <laughs> Like us being a read-along with you, Jack. <laughs> he, said, he said power moves. Jack is looking to get out of here. I can already this could be a this could be a 29-minute episode. <laughs> if you if this is a really short one and you went to play it this week and were like, gee, 29 minutes. Quite a bit shorter than all. You'll, You'll know, know who's at fault. Hey, this actually happened to a friend of mine mm-hmm. at her work. I don't think it was deliberate, but it is a great power move if you want to use it. If you're in a managerial position. Mm-hmm. Or, or a boss making a speech. Right, she joined the business. I, I'm almost positive that what the boss meant to say to recognise her work was, um, okay, you know, just want to make a quick mention of for Abby. She's here recently. She's only been with us for a couple of months, and in that time, has become you know one of the one of the best workers at the company. Mm-hmm. But instead, maybe a bit tongue tied, maybe just rushing, doing a bit of a jack. Maybe we want to recognise Abby. Um, she's only been here for a few months and in that time has become one of the workers of the company. (laughs) 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 Pretty good because it has the cadence of a compliment, like the rhythm of a compliment. It really took her two months to find her feet. To actually be doing the work she's required. But now to she's do. here. Now she's hey, here. This is from James. James Curtis, Ahoy Fellas, number six. Got a power move for you next time your mates discuss their work. Yep. When they do that, go off and buy stock in their company. <laughs> any, <laughs> said any amount will do. Just one, one buck. If one it is. share. Yeah. <laughs> next time they start talking about their work, hit them with, yeah, me and the other shareholders are really proud of you and the team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really good. And uh, this is a Subway, as in the rest of the Ooh, sandwich chain, sandwich help. Um, not the subterranean um, train, train system. Um, when you're at Subway, this comes in, sorry, apologies, from Bryce. Mm-hmm. When you're at Subway and you get to choosing what you want, you get to the salads, usually there'll be a tray of vegetable that's empty. For example, lettuce. Yes. Ask them if there's any fresh lettuce available. They'll go to the back and refill the new tray. When they return with the full tray, move on and don't ask for lettuce in your sub. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Really love it. Not bad. Yeah, really good. I mean, it's rough asserting dominance <laughs> over someone that's just trying to make you a sandwich, but still power is power. This is from Steve Carell. I'm not sure if, if it's actual <laughs> Steve Carell Thanks, Steve. from um, The American Office and other great movies. But um, anyway, ahoy, boys. Asshole power move. <laughs> ahoy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Steve. Thanks for writing in, mate. He says, my dad, dad is a big-time golfer and uh, he's often seen doing some air swings in his spare time. So anytime he's got a moment, he's there just to turning his shoulders, adjusting himself, all that jazz. Are you at that level yet, Jack? Because I know you've golfed. I have golfed, but I did. I want to make a promise to the listeners that I won't talk about golf on this podcast <laughs> because then all three of us could devolve into madness. Yeah, that's a good question. Do you want to talk about it? I, I, I'm interested to see what Andy thinks of my game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can take it offline. I'm just curious to know where you're at. That's good. Um, so when my dad is working on his practice swing and and completes a swing, I yell out four, even though he doesn't have a club in his hand, sending the message that even with no club, his swing still sucks. <laughs> now... 
Jack, you, you're the one that's pushing for a full inclusion here and you laugh the most, the fastest at that. <laughs> now, you do oh, I, can, I can laugh. If it's, it's, if it's contributed, I think, by a listener or a, a listed movie star, then I can laugh, but I won't try to bring golf content and encourage golf talk amongst the three of us. Right, so. you're just merely getting very excited when it happens. Because like, <laughs> yeah, I get you know, it. Yeah. I get yeah, it. Because you get, get it. it. Like when it's your teacher says you can watch a movie in class. Oh, okay, great, great. Here we go. Here we go. This is my favourite days. Um, Ando. Mm. God, I love this one. This is an absolute ripper. This is from Mitchell. When you're invited into someone's home, be it a friend or someone you're meeting for the very first time, when they instinctively offer you a drink, expecting you to ask for perhaps water or something, always ask for a milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) It will leave them stunned and on the back foot and they'll either have to let you down or go and make you a milkshake. (laughs) Really like it. I can't wait to do the milkshake one. About following that one because it's good. But I do have one here from G Horses. Power move. When anyone is telling you a story, interrupt the natural flow of conversation and repeat the last thing they said in an accusationary tone. For instance, this person might go, so we're heading down the coast on Saturday. You were heading down the coast on Saturday. (laughs) It immediately makes them check whether they were lying or not. Hey, as I mentioned, uh, Beck and I moved house a few weeks back, and you're in the apartment. And this is the apartment where you'll you'll hunker down mm. while the haunted houses. Yes, while we try to restore the old place. Is um mm. still talking to fit Jack. it out with dog tunnels and <laughs> how is the tunnel coming along? Have they started digging the tunnel yet? Well, I'm weighing up the quote from you, Jack, <laughs> when you said, uh, yeah, it should have plenty of underpinning already there, but we can do a bit more opposed to underpinning a, a, a heritage house for a tunnel. But yeah, no, I haven't started. Looks like it'll take somewhere between 25 to 30 years to get that restoration and build done. Not what do you reckon you could do it in, Jacko? Yeah, 12 months we'll get that done. <laughs> Mate, he sounds confident. He does sound like a builder. <laughs> but, he's, um, but, but he sounded that confident with his own house that he then went and YouTube. That's true. Uh, hey, we've been, uh, obviously you drop off a lot of items, you clean out a lot of items and you, for, for Beck, it was um, a, an excuse to show me everything that she'd ever stored over the years. And remember this, it seemed like some kind of, a uh, tour of her past life, and I was like, "No, can we just please put those in box?" They're almost—it's that one of the most the time-consuming things, isn't oh. it? When you pack in house, you almost just have to have a rule. I make a rule with myself that I'm not; uh, my eyes aren't allowed to stop in one place for like more than five seconds. <laughs> like you just have to just keep moving. You almost have to—you just ignore what you've got. Yes. Like just give it. You know, if in any doubt mm. goes in charity, charity bag, charity bag, just yep. go. So we're doing a lot of charity. The biggest stuff we thought we'd try and sell on on, on Facebook Marketplace which is the Wild West. And, uh, Haim, that's why today I bring you... Oh, boy. Tales of Facebook Marketplace. I'm this confident is good. these will continue. First well, we one. know it's better than a used toilet because you were happy to give that away <laughs> on the show. Uh, dining room chairs are the first one. Oh, dining room chairs. These are the ones you've had for a long time. Yeah, no, no, not, yeah probably a long time. But um, are these the ones, and, I, and this... This is going back a long time for you and I, but remember like very early, this would be 10, 15 years ago, like we just started working in radio and it was your first moment of being like, maybe I'll buy like not entry-level chairs and you thought the price for one yeah. 
you, you thought you got a set of eight for that. Yes. And they, they rung they it up. Were, and thought, <laughs> the whole thing was eight chairs for 1200 bucks. Turns out yeah. they were 1200 bucks a chair. And you went, and, oh, boy, boy, boy. And I told them mistake. to unpack my car. <laughs> 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 no, these are other chairs. Uh, I put them on Facebook Marketplace, 450 bucks. Guy said, no problem. Be there at nine o'clock. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can be there at nine o'clock. Comes down, sees the chairs. Yep, I'll take them. We walk outside and I, and I stacked them. 450 the for all the chairs? Yep. Right, deal. I've stacked them all up in the garage, right next to the garage door, so we can raise that. He can back his thing in. We pack them all in, and, I, and nine o'clock was great because I was going to pick up my nephews at around about quarter to ten. I bring the garage up. He comes back, looks at them, goes, "This is awesome, thanks. I reckon it'll be three trips." Yeah, this is the. <laughs> I said, "Sorry," he said, three trips." I reckon for my car. I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, oh, "I've just got the baby car seats in the back and stuff, so I can't put down." Think ahead. Like, no. Think ahead. I mean, this happens all the time in this stuff. We sold a coffee table and the guy turned up and he had a hatchback and he was like, well, I need a hand. I was like, I'm going, mate. <laughs> like, that's not part of, I have to charge you $65 an hour for transport fees. Yeah. Like, that's not part of the deal. And then he says, I don't live too far away. I was like, I don't care. I don't want to stay here while you do yeah, no, three the, trips. The, the deal is for the chairs, so not I said, a day of customer service that comes with the chairs. <laughs> So I said, no, I reckon we could do it in two. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I got some hockey straps. I'm I reckon we can do this in one. These <laughs> <laughs> Watch at the one, baby's head. At one point, he is in, because it couldn't close the, yeah. the... I assume, sorry, just empty baby seat? Just yeah, empty baby undo seat. the picture painted by Jack there for a second. <laughs> we couldn't close his boot. And he's like, mate, it's going to have to be three tips. And I'm like, you get in and hold yep. the chairs, like, from the inside, pull them back on a strange angle, and then the boot will close, then you can and release gonna, it. And those are always the interesting car packs where you go, there's some pressure on the window here, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's withstandable window pressure. <laughs> Got it down to two trips. Still, a well, lot longer than we would have anticipated. That was my first tale of Facebook Marketplace. Second one, filing cabinet. Oh. 40 bucks. Yeah. I really wouldn't have thought... I, th- I thought no one would go for it at 40 bucks because I think you can just buy them for 40 bucks. Can't, can't say I have bought a filing cabinet no, recently. No. What did you need? S- How many files are you keeping in your house? Oh, Jack, do you have any idea? <laughs> I mean, this thing would have been, this, this filing cabinet was probably full of like old manuals what a, from things that have been sold years ago. That was one of the, the tabs in the filing cabinet. <laughs> oh, I've never made a tab in one of those as well. Every time I get something new and I have a manual, I gleefully chuck it in the recycling going, yeah. God, I'm, save, I'm saving my I'm saving Hame in three years. Yep. So much work here because they always live in the cupboard above the fridge yeah. and they always just stack up in there and they always like have a big plastic case and two extra bolts and an Allen key that you already have 10 of. No. I just love getting rid of those as soon as I get them. Head to the filing cabinet, tab, 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 manuals. Great. (laughs) Oh, here we go. (laughs) Anyway, filing cabinet. Lady rocks up and she has a good big look at it and I'm like, yeah, and I I, I actually wheel it out. It's on wheels quite heavy. And she goes, hmm, is it heavy? I was like, yeah, it's a filing cabinet. She said, hmm, does the train station have a ramp? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it does. They all do. I said, well, yeah, they do. They're all accessible. She's like, right. I said, you're not trying to get this home. Wheel this baby home, are you? Like, how close does she live to the other station? (laughs) She said, I live in the Docklands. I should be able to wheel it at the other end. I said, I think you should get an Uber. It's like, oh, but that would really drive the price up. Yeah. I was like, right. She goes, what do you think we should do? I said, well, (laughs) 
I w- How much is your day worth? Because you're really <laughs> looking at a full day operation here to save the difference between $40 and... I said, I'm really sorry. I've got to get back to what I was doing. Um, she goes, I'll transfer the money now and I have a think about it. Transfer it to us the money. And an hour 15 later, I open my garage door to leave and she's still out the front staring. <laughs> Surely, Andrew. Oh, you haven't left yet. And she goes, No. And I said, I'll happily order you an Uber. And she's like, And surely, in the spirit of just getting rid of a filing cabinet, which I'm like, you losing a filing cabinet is worth more than $40. Don't you just go, Hey, guess what? Jackpot, it's yours for free. I would have, but she'd already transferred the money. So I'm like, Now am I going to try and transfer it back? (laughs) It was just the strangest thing. But I left. When I got home, several hours later, she wasn't there, nor was a filing cabinet. You that, can only hope. That ends this instalment of... <laughs> <laughs> Tales of Facebook Marketplace. What are you going to do with the 40 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the bell's gone off. Hey, and we offer a few services on this podcast, but one is an outlet for extremely amazing individuals that have a talent that is not being recognised by the world. Just go to hamishnady.com, type in your special skill, and we'll test it live. So it's a bit like the Guinness Book of Records. We come out, we make sure that you do meet the requirements. And, then and the, can... the, the important thing is, Ando, we're also testing its repeatability. Yeah. Because that's, you know, anyone can go bowling and get one strike, mm-hmm. but you become a professional bowler because you can do that repeatedly. Yes. And what we, we try to create the, you know, the right scientific conditions to do it repeatedly. I had a friend of mine, Carlo, mm-hmm. who this morning, he go, I was chained to him and he goes, mate, I just cut the perfect amount of butter. He enjoys baking. He makes scones. <laughs> okay. Cut the perfect amount of butter mm-hmm. just by sight, puts wow. it on the scales and to the gram it was perfect. Repeatable. Stuff. And then I said, would you be interested in coming on the show? Because I never do it again. Don't yeah. don't put me in that. I'm just saying I fluked it. And I said, well, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yes, exactly. Because we can't, we wouldn't have. You're not butter boy. You're just a lucky boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, uh, to contact the show, show he joins us now. Ahoy to you, Josh. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy. Happy birthday, Andy. Just want to put that out there and. Uh, Maybe a bit awkward, but uh, congrats on the SP, Hamish. Huge gusto, Josh. Thank you very much. Trying to put behind me. Thanks I for the happy birthday there, Andy. celebrate uh, birthdays. Um, Josh. Yes. You wrote to the show, this is what you said. I can give anyone a really cool nickname after hearing one sentence about them. Uh, yeah, I can. I've got, a, I've got a mate who's got a really big nose and we call him Schnoz. So that's, okay. where it all, uh, that's all where it originated. But other than that, uh, myself and my friends uh, used to give our girlfriends nicknames. Yep. And um, so one of them, like just for an example, her name is Alana and the last two letters on her Instagram are HD. Mm. HD stands for high definition. Yeah. High definition, you can use the word high. And to get high, you could eat brownies. So her nickname is now Brownies. Okay. Okay, okay. 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 So it's okay. it's it's, it's sort of like rhyming slang where you know you follow a bit of a, a trail of breadcrumbs to the to the name. So you're uh, more, more like the Da Vinci Code, I think. You really <laughs> have to get <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks running around a city trying to work out how he got to that nickname, but it does so, make sense in the end. The thing that yes. we liked about the submission was the the phrase "really, really cool. cool." Yeah, and I think that's where it's going to come down to today. What defines "really cool"? Mm. How do you qualify as "really cool"? Um, the guy with the large nose as schnoz, there's arguments to be made for both sides. <laughs> um, you know, it's almost like a verbal c- 
caricature of him, yes. like somebody sat down in a park yeah. and someone's really accentuated one feature. He wouldn't probably think it's really cool. I don't think, you know, I mean, I suppose if you went to see DJ Schnoz, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. well, all right. For for in the instance of brownies yeah. as the nickname, can you make the argument to us why that's really cool? Uh, it's really cool because I actually um, – baked her some brownies for her 18th birthday and I was able to give her a gift for her nickname, whereas Schnoz, for his birthday, I couldn't go and give him a Schnoz because he's already large enough. So The last thing he needs. (laughs) (laughs) So are we measuring really cool on its ability to be able to be given as a gift (laughs) the nickname? It is a look. It's a grey area. Lens is grey area. What we're going to try and do, like we'll get into this and we're going to give you people that work on the show here and we'll see if we can generate the really cool nicknames. Andy's more of a stickler than I am when it comes to the coin, so he probably will have the final say on this. I think yep. that's fair. Mm. And, um, and how long do you have to deliberate before you come up with a nickname? That's the other thing we've got to sort out. You said you just have to hear it once. Uh, do you what? Do you need five seconds? Yeah, well, if you give me a sentence about the person and let me dwindle a bit until I think of something good, maybe maybe five in between five and ten seconds, sure. I, I could get that nickname. Yep, done. Ten seconds will do. We'll put a little bit of music in for you and then oh, we'll fantastic. have to require for, uh, the, the answer. Uh, uh, Josh, you ready to go? Uh, yeah, just a quick question. Do you want me to go step by step with the nickname or do you want me to go straight to the punchline? I think punchline and then we go behind the actors into the actor's studio to see how he got there. That would be exciting, wouldn't it, Yeah, really good. Okay, uh, Josh, four nicknames you'll have to come up with. If you get three out of four that is deemed super cool, you got yourself a coin, okay? Okay, fingers crossed that I'm not the Simpsons guy. Good luck. What nickname is Josh? Who plays this? Going to give us. We're about to see. What nickname is Josh? Who plays this? Going to give us. We're about to see. Okay, Haim, Darcy is the first guy that we want to hear, our sound producer here, famously yep. cuts himself out of the podcast. That's not part of the information. Yeah, but there um, was an incident. Okay, let's add it to the information. Um, yep. Darcy, Darcy, here's the sentence. Darcy, laconic sound production enthusiast who likes golf and edits himself out of pods. Your time starts now. All right, so... What do we the got? nickname that I've come up with is the Macho Man. Macho <laughs> Man. <laughs> now take us inside well, the, the studio. I mean, it passes the it's crowd cool. test straight away. We like. We were thinking of Darcy. We think that could could match. Yeah. Take us through the thinking. Right. So Darcy enjoys saying uh, playing golf. You said. Yep. And uh, who's a great golf player? Tiger Woods. Yep. Yep. So. We take the tiger from Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Tigers live in cages. Mm-hmm. And who used to fight in a cage? The macho man, Randy Savage. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> it makes, is the macho man. It yes. makes total sense. I can't believe we cool. haven't given it it's to cool. him earlier. Exactly. Exactly. It's a tick from me. Tick from me. The macho man <laughs> is in. What a cool nickname. Um, awesome. Okay, and okay. next, next, <laughs> uh, next unnicknamed person off the off the ranks. Yeah, we've got his. Uh, we've we've we call him Web Geezer Jez, but um, let's just say Jeremy is his name. He's laid back, surfer guy, lives in Byron, internet genius. The time started, by the way. Laid back. What do you lay back on? Futons. Futons. Where's okay. futons okay. from? <laughs> All right. 
His nickname is The Spider. <laughs> now, this one's uh, an obvious one. It's actually quite simple and slow because mm-hmm. as you uh, introduced Jez with, he's Web Geezer Jez yes. and uh, uh. the Web, bang, straight to Spider. And, you know, you can incorporate all cool things. He could be the Daddy Longlegs Spider. He could be the Redback Spider if he's feeling kind of deadly on the day. Whatever you want him to be, he can he be. Just, yeah. He's the spider because he enjoys being on or in the web. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I, like that, I like that sometimes it's a seven-step process, but sometimes you're just very close to the nickname. <laughs> yes, All good. right, the spider. Yeah. The spider The spider lives. It's a tick from me. Are you happy with that? Yeah, that's great. I've always thought of Jez as the spider. <laughs> um, are you ready for the next one, Josh? You get this. Uh, yep. You have won yourself a coin. All right, fingers crossed. Carly, our producer here. She's the top dog, actually. Fearless um, producer. Super efficient, no fuss, mum who enjoys reality TV. All right. Oh, I think great. I've got it. <laughs> Unleash. So, Carly's nickname is now... Gibby. Gibby. Now, it's a short and simple one. Uh, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the show iCarly. As a young lad, huge iCarly fan. Is that, and bang, I, straight to the point, who's on iCarly? Gibby. Gibby. Yeah, I Gibby? missed that Gibby? particular show. Are we talking, are we, is it G-I-V-V-Y? Is that? No, Gib. Oh, G-I-B-B-Y. Gibby. Yep. Yep. And was Gibby a character on iCarly? Yeah, he was a loose unit. He used to take his shirt off and party. Right. Oh That's God. not really Carly's <laughs> MO, though. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't. I Isn't that even... someone just adjacent to someone called Carly? Uh, yes. It's a fail for right. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. taking yeah. No, nothing yeah. into account from the, the description. Not my best work, but no, we're, no. we're here to improve. That's All okay. right, shows you model, shows you model. You've still got one crack <laughs> yeah, um, to create a very cool nickname. Okay. All right. It's all on the line now. His name is Jack. Fairly lazy tall man with back problems <laughs> who, stri- <laughs> who strives for a lot of free stuff. The time's on. All right. I think I've got it. Okay. Jack's brand new nickname is the sticker. Sticker? Not the because sticker. he does anything sticky, but as you uh, described, Jack, he was quite tall and slender. And first thing that comes to my mind when I think of tall is an NBA player, Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Shaquille, Shaquille was famous for dunks. And in the dunk contest, you can slap a sticker on the backboard. So therefore, Jack is now the sticker. <laughs> 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 we could have guessed for a hundred years where that connection came from. And, uh, <laughs> I love Ooh, Josh. I, I, love, I love Josh's confidence. I tell you what, I really love too the format too. The, 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 where it, like the lead up is Jack's nickname is, <laughs> yes. and he's sort of a nickname oracle. Yes, and I, I. I don't want to discount a future career where mm. Josh lives in a cave on the top of a mountain and people seeking mm. their truest nickname visit him and you must accept the nickname Josh gives you. And I think he should have that job in his group. I think we've yep. definitely decided that if any of Josh's mates are listening to this, that is his job in the group. He's yep. the nickname dispenser. I can't. Thank you. I can't award him it, though. 
the sticker. I mean, yeah. he's is it better than number six or the weasel? No. I just can't. For, almost for the listeners' sake, like we can't replace the weasel or number six. Josh, unfortunately, after a hot start, oh. you've fallen over. You're gonna get. Oh, we're gonna send you a token of no value. All right, and we um, also will happily back you as a legal document to go, you're, you must be now known in your friendship group mm. as the dispenser. Because I think if people knew you, you go, I've got, I've got a Josh nickname. Yes. I mean, I think that they should wear that with pride. Uh, Josh, do you have Power Moves book volume two? Uh, no, I don't. But it's actually my uh, mate's birthday who got me onto the podcast coming up. So he'll be listening to this and I'll be buying him some Hamish and Andy gear and definitely a lost touch with the common man t-shirt. Oh, well, I was actually oh, just well, going we'll we'll to send, send you I was going to send send you out because you've just been one of the greats but we can't give you a coin. So what, we'll, we'll, hey, what's your mate's nickname? Uh well, his nickname uh he actually gave it to himself. It's Corn Dog because his last name's Corn, but Corn Dog's a bit too long for me, so I just call him Dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. <laughs> well, we can see how you made that leap. We just couldn't get to the sticker from Jack. <laughs> um we'll send it all out to you, buddy. Hey, hey thanks awesome. so much for being part of the show. Awesome. Thank you so much, sticker. guys. Have a good one. Good day, bye. You got, off, you got off cheap, Jack. The sticker. Hey, uh, on the phone to my mum the other day, and she said, how's your little housemate going? And I didn't know who she was talking about, but she was referring to my dog, Henry. Okay, yeah, and, that makes sense. Not I, little, Mug, tallest, <laughs> tallest available. People still, as I walk her, yell out from cars, not tall enough. As uh, Well, she, she's really not that tall. Well, she, she'll get there. She's she was sold in. She really was sold in, Jack. <laughs> it was like we've been swindled by an uh, by a someone in yeah. the 1800s that goes town to town. Pre-selling you tickets. Pre-selling you tickets to come inside the tent and see the tallest dog you've ever seen. I said it was a now, taller than the small one, <laughs> we, like the, the chum dogs, the Scotty's dogs. Kind of kind of guy you'd run out of town with pitchforks. <laughs> anyway, she said, how's your little housemate? And it made me giggle because if... In fact, Henry was a housemate. Boy, would you be having some kind of household discussions about her behaviour. Yep, and as a share housemate. As a share housemate, you'd have to get together uh, and, and have a chat about some of the behaviour. And I thought, hmm, what would that be like? I'll be Henry. Uh, Henry. Are you, mate? Just wondering whether I could grab you for a moment. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, I just want to have a little chat about your behaviour. You're not in trouble or anything, just uh, as a housemate, I feel like you're perhaps not putting in as, as much as you could. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, but I thought we could, you know, take yesterday, for example. Oh, yeah, sure. You growled at me in the morning when I got up because you were using my calf muscles as a pillow? Yeah, well, that's why I growled. I wanted to keep sleeping. Yes, that's fine, but you've got your own bed. Yeah, but... And, and then what did you do after that? Um, after that? Can't really remember. You did a poo in the living room. Did I? Yeah, right, yeah. Well, no, that's right, actually. Yeah, no, I do remember that. Well, because Beck didn't leave the door open for me. Just ask for it to be open. Just one simple bark. <sighs> but you guys are meant to leave it open. I do leave it open. Beck gets cold, she closes it. Well, then, if you close it, you know what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I'll do a poo. Fine. Okay. That's our bad. Okay. You're, no, apology accepted. But if you can just avoid going to the toilet inside, that would be helpful. Then what did you do for the rest of the morning? Um, what did I do? Probably just patrolled around, made sure the house was secure. You slept. Um, you slept all morning. Did, right. Yeah, no. If I did, it's probably just because the house was safe and I needed to 
getting that energy up. Then I come home to give you a walk, which is time out of my day. Hey, mate, I would love to walk myself, but you put the door handles up too high. You put them at human height. I mean, I know I'm a Torterian, mate, but I'm not that high. I can't reach those handles. You want me to let myself out? Give me dog handles. I can't lower the door handles. The house will look ridiculous. Well, then don't complain then. You're the one that went for it. Speaking of doors then, when the doorbell goes off, you go completely nuts. Mate, well, I want you guys to know there's someone at the door. The I'm just doorbell, trying to do my bit. The doorbell tells me there's someone I at the door. I think our doorbell's too soft. I actually think you bought a soft one. So and I'm trying to do you a favour. So well, I'm trying to alert you. Well, tell, to us, alert you. tell us why then. Tell us why that you tell us about the door, but you won't tell us when you need to take a shit. Look, it, that's a great question. Different situations, different levels of alert, I suppose. Look, to be honest, I thought I could get away with the poo. Well, you haven't. Right. And it's annoying. And then you sleep all afternoon and then I walk in and you're licking your genitals in the kitchen. Right. Well, I don't have my own room, so where else am I going to lick them? Do you think it's appropriate behaviour in the house? Well, okay. Um, I see where you're coming from. But to be fair, I am still here when Beck's away and I've seen you doing some very similar behaviour yourself. I mean, not licking, but it seems like you're trying. No, no. I saw you Google Marilyn Manson if that was a myth or not that... He had two ribs taken out. You right. saw that, did you? Well, I saw bits and pieces, but I looked away, to be honest. I was horrified. I could bring this up with Beck too. So, you know, if you're going to bring up my behaviour, I'll bring up your behaviour. No, or no. Or we could just be mates, you know, look out for each other. You know what? What? Sorry, you're a fantastic housemate. Oh. Let's forget we had this chat. Cheers, mate. No, yeah. good to chat, though. Yeah. Always good to chat. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.